Dear Abby Normals, welcome to Deeply Disturbing Things, the podcast. I'm Macy. I'm Naomi. I'm Sarah. I'm Skylar. And we are three anxious counselors plus the and- son of an anxious counselor. <laughs> uh, You're so here to talk about counselor. deeply disturbing things. Yes. So this is Skylar. He's an artist and a musician, an amazing dad, and my firstborn son. Thank you. And you're our special mm-hmm. guest today. They're great and you're doing too many things. <laughs> and my... we've, had you, we've had you one other time before too, and uh, that was wonderful. So this is part two. And yes, part two. Ghost. I'm trying to remember. I haven't actually listened to that podcast yet. Me neither. I was <laughs> made it my homework and I didn't end up doing that. But I do remember kind of where I left things off okay. a little bit. Nobody listens to our podcasts. someone's doing their research someone's right now someone's looking it up right now yes and i think where i left off with that is basically yeah (laughs) it's good to be alive in 2023 yeah and become the next coming uh unfolding years it so is. what are you going to share with us today? I see you brought some research. Well, I was going to start off that my my disturbing thing is kind of just the presentation of history according to academia is kind of the, mm. the would be my title, I guess. <laughs> I don't. That's good. Uh, um, trying to think where, where to even start. Uh, megalithic structures, or should I continue with? Like extraterrestrials and I'm gonna ghosts. We were just doing ghosts. You know how like um on a TV show when they give like that 20 second recap. I know that you don't fully remember because you didn't listen. It's fine. Um, you were here. Can you <laughs> maybe some of those words that you just said? My brain went yeah. And what were those again? Give like a 20 second little. Here's what these things are, and then we're gonna talk about it. Like what's a megalithic structure? Oh, yeah, big words. I know you talked about that last time. See, these are <laughs> yeah, going to be yeah, yeah. there's going to be things where I just say keywords that have no and explanation. Like, I'll just is, expect every, I'll expect everyone to kind of understand. That. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, a megalithic structure, I guess, is a structure that was built by man. You know, according to history, we we don't have all of the the historical evidence on that one necessarily, but. Some megalithic structures definitely were man-made. And they go back to prehistoric times. Uh, Some of them have been been dated to being like within our known historical, you know, it's very loose. I do this because- Because that's what loose looks like. We have a no, we have this much- Verify that. We know this much history, which if you're just listening is like a ruler's width compared to like, longer than my arm can reach kind of. but that that is impressive that one ruler's with worth of the knowledge is is very yeah. wibbly wobbly and we don't really know actually very much about what kind of happened there either because of a lot of reasons that... kind of like we know that we know that the measuring sticks are like a small one and a long one but we don't actually know what measurements those are yes mm. well i could talk about the cubit one too which is the like the original ruler original measurement which is according to the to the base measurements of the human forearm. Uh, I think 
something about that. I felt smart for a minute phrasing that in a good way, uh -huh. and then and then I yeah, I didn't. That brings <laughs> you back. Really that does actually help me tie that into megalithic structures because the um the construction of megalithic structures involves qubit measurements. Um, that there is, uh, I guess I'll, I, I guess okay, an example of of a megalithic structure that I would want to visit is the Pyramid of Giza. Let's mm -hmm. start with the Pyramids of Giza because everyone can kind of visualize that. That's what popped into my mind. Uh, and that place is said to have been built by Egyptians within the last like 6,000 years. So like in that ruler's time, in that time that I can, that we know of, uh, that's been documented. But that's just according to what a Pharaoh said at, at the time that he was alive. He said, I built this. Mm -hmm. And we know now that that's not really true, even though that's kind of what they're still, right. still trying to tell us that a lot of these structures weren't built by by kings during mm -hmm. what's known as the dynastic period of Egypt. People love to take credit. Yes, people mm -hmm. love to take credit. And that's also a way to like minimize other, yes. other influences. Sometimes I feel like some wars yeah, are even started for for literally that reason. And that's so what, disturbing. What's the different history that you would like to share? Uh, the different history to, to Giza mm -hmm. specifically would be, I guess, the... Um, The, the fact that there has never been any kind of uh, mummy, mummy found inside of the, the I guess, I'll, yeah, that's a good place to start. There's never been a, a mummy, like a pharaoh, who was buried inside of of the, the pyramids. Uh, Wait a second. I did not know this. There's never been a mummy or no, pharaoh. a pharaoh mummy. Yeah, no, no mummies have ever been found there. And the the sarcophagus, sarcophagus, yes, the Giza plateau. Okay. But there's still there's three pyramids there. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about the pyramid of Khufu, which is the biggest one, I believe. And if I'm wrong, people will probably. Oh, hear don't it. worry. They love to tell us, and then we just tell them thanks. <laughs> Thank um, you for that fact check. We love being corrected. <laughs> It's constructed out of different scales of blocks that are way bigger than like cars and houses. Some of the foundation mm -hmm. stones are just really absurdly large. And then outside of, on the casing stones are, are super precision, uh, what I like to call hermetically sealed um, stonework uh, because they're so um, watertight. Like you can't mm -hmm. fit a razor blade in a lot of the original casing stones. Uh, it's just a good example right there of, of an so, advanced technology. Can you back up a little bit? Yes. Because I always just assumed that you go down into these tombs under the pyramids and it's just chock full of mummies. So you're <laughs> saying there's, that's like, what, there's no mummies? That's what Hollywood would want you to believe, I guess. There are mummies. You have to have a chock <laughs> full of them for them to attack you in a horde. <laughs> later yeah and mummies are always put in the weirdest spots that it seems like now we're getting kind of a bigger picture that place they were definitely finding these places that were on spiritual locations already you know they're who well, I, i'm talking very general because society's finding different places you know by different means can you know be through in inheriting these structures mm -hmm. or could be through 
being nomadic and um, channeling basically how to find these structures, which is part of my research, which is goes into. And, and that's kind of like, so people do find that happens now. Like when I was in Hawaii, I went to this really cool um, Ireland thing and they handed us packets where you could get cremated and or, and or buried there. Okay. Um, but it was just that's like, a this, good idea, uh, yeah, I mean, and it's just like, oh, I could go and have this like part of my history be placed in another historical time and place that isn't even my own. Right. Yeah. How do the indigenous Hawaiians feel about How that? Do they Probably feel about about the white people being buried on their sacred ground. It's actually the um like the the Japanese uh, culture that was is part of that main island there because um, it's their chunk mm. after Pearl Harbor. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, there's a whole lot of <laughs> yeah, there's a whole lot. Of Don't stuff. be downwind from that island. <laughs> so, so some um. Pyramids have mummies, though, but just not Giza, or no pyramids have mummies. I'm still stuck on the mummy thing. I, I, oh, <laughs> I can't really move past it. Some, but it's not always like like you're saying. Like it's not like the according, according to my research, none of the uh, megalithic pyramids are even big enough to really get a full scale mummy into the shafts. The way that they're constructed is that they only allow a, like a four by four space to go through and right. a lot of um mummies are in huge sarcophagi that are outlined with numerous mm -hmm. sarcophagi they can be like almost so, like five feet wide so they weren't made for that purpose you couldn't get one in or out right and, like so yeah so in theory that's not even what it's they would be used for and that's and they they, they and they say and that's basically where the starting of where the academia and at least in egypt would tell you that these places are tombs for you know built by dynastic egyptians for dynastic egyptians um and they do have you know the they do have the the, the afterlife significance all these structures all over the world have the afterlife significance and they're buried there for a reason. It's not, you know, it's not necessarily going against any kind of plan, if that makes sense. I guess it's still, it's still thematic. We bury people, you know, the same places that we do, you know, today because of uh, the same reason, which I, I was going to get to maybe later, but we'll talk about it now, but uh, ley lines, has anybody heard about? Nobody's heard of those, nobody's I heard, promise, outside of our that. household. No? <laughs> Have you heard of this? Well, because of Skylar. Okay. Well, ley First lines. First of all, are you a sarcophagi? Am I a sarcophagi? That's I'm sorry, I have to get that in there. <laughs> oh, I just got it. I had a delay. Got it. Yeah. Uh, ley lines? No, I have no idea what a ley line is. Ley lines? What's it sound it's, like? It's, um... <laughs> where people lay down in a line that's what it sounds like um it's the general outline it's the lay of the line well that's basically <laughs> it okay okay and we, sleeping and, and there's a great deal of research surprisingly into ley lines and i'm surprised that i mean i'm not surprised but i am surprised at the same time but there's not a, you know a little bit more research going into ley line activity but it does explain and it is kind of the the missing link between a lot of the phenomena in the paranormal world that people kind of are missing 
you know, whether it's ghosts or extraterrestrials or any kind of spiritual activity, they're usually associated with some kind of ley line uh, energy. And wait, can I guess? Yes. Does it have something to do with like water and electro, like electricity? It's it is, it is it is related because dowsing it is associated with dowsing, and you can douse for uh, to mm-hmm. basically subtle energy. It exists everywhere and it's just a matter of tapping into these subtle energies and at these vortex spots mm-hmm. um around the world are these ley lines and they connect all across just so you know i'm directly across from your <laughs> a ley line your right there. little radar thing and everyone's on just starts flashing a lot <laughs> and it's freaking me out a little bit I just, yeah. <laughs> we well we, i mean if confirmed, you're a patron, demon portal confirmed we definitely have the uh, tri-field yeah um <laughs> And if you want to know what we're talking about, be our uh, patron on Patreon. It's a dollar, and we're we're tapping into things you don't know about. So Skylar's taken me up to, because there's a ley line that goes through Spokane, and we've gone up, and there's some rocks there that if you put a compass on it, they freaking spin. The compasses spin. It's so cool. It is cool. Yeah, I've heard about something like that. I didn't know it was called a ley line. Oh, there's the map of it around Ooh. the world, right? This so, is, so, the, so lots of researchers have done their own mapping of ley lines, and a lot of them are uh, similar. Hold it up for this. Uh, this is, actually, I guess I should mention what book this is. This is Anti-Gravity and the World Grid, and I strongly yeah. suggest people read that. It's by David Hatcher Childress, and he started a lot of... Um, researchers in the early 2000s that I'm following now, like Brian Forrester is, I know, a fan of David Hatcher Childress. I think he started his tour group where he was associated with it, but I can't afford to. Skyler has an amazing library of esoteric books that he pours through all the time. This is the light lines. Okay, so what are some of the main spots? Um, I guess a, even better. So there are all the basically the picture you saw is a bunch of lines and they're all over the place. But they do have a there is a organization to the chaos. And when you zoom out basically to an entire planet sized kind of network, you end up with a kind of plutonic solid geometry, which speaks to a lot of the harmonic uh i think you lost like 99% sorry I, I, I did them i i dazed and I was basically like... when the planet was created yes. it was created in a in the form of a plutonic solid essentially and so like one shape was formed initially yes kind Got of it. and a lot of and the the crystalline lattices um are where these uh, energy vortexes basically come out. And that just develops over time into more? No, they kind of already existed, just... but before the planet existed was the the oh, energy. I see, so the energy... That's the spiritual energy. That yeah. basically explains why you have, why we still bury right. people on these ley line spots. It's why and... Pet cemetery happens. Yes. <laughs> things like that like you can't do that it's, it's that have all the cemeteries over there by that ley line yeah but oh. because we do this subconsciously and we, we we do a lot we we build on these ley lines subconsciously because we're can we're drunk well we're a part of the planet and we're 
uh, our life force is basically. even though we act like we're not yeah so someone's like this feels like a really good place to make to start mm. a cemetery i'm just <laughs> feeling it i'm feeling it well let's bury our dead you just said someone who, who's getting married at a cemetery remember i know and that felt good that to her interesting yeah yeah well I my kids that. when they're little we used to always go over there and run around and picnic it was, it was nice it feels peaceful yeah death is a beginning mm-hmm. and I guess part of where my research goes with this on a spiritual level is like where where you go after you die is kind of part of the uh, trajectory in space, I guess, um, when you get talk about like on a alchemical level. And I guess probably a lot of people don't really know about that because that's kind of that deserves like an entire podcast. But when you do alchemy work, you're basically you kind of have an like an idea and a feel for especially when you do comparative religions and look into like things like the book of the dead and uh the way that the soul leaves the body basically in tibetan uh mythology uh has to do with a spiritualized um cause you know um like back from whence you came sort of thing like you s- it has to do yes like you can burn the paper but the ashes are still the paper you know like it never like fully goes away from being what it was it just is a different energy yeah the energy the energy never goes anywhere basically Mm -hmm. and it has to do that's well that ties in with ghosts too with ghosts and what 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 extra higher beings want us to be focusing a little bit more on realizing i guess and because it helps move our society in a little bit of a calmer direction, you know, not being so materialistic. So with the vortex is, do you, are we drawn to burying people there because it's like an easier? Well, we're drawn like, to, to these spots just in general. We build a lot of things from churches to like a lot of uh, runways for like airstrips are built on ley lines. Um, because we're like connected more to the spiritual realm in those well because we're born we're born out of the planet basically we're associated like because gaia is the is the womb of our species as a whole essentially and we're just a an extension of our planet that is mm-hmm. is right. working with this with this i mean I'm not an expert, obviously. Well, if there's like a, a thousand people and, and there's a big giant field and there happened to be like a ley line in one area, maybe statistically more people would say like that would be the area they build their future home sort yeah. of deal. Like they'd feel comforted I, I think, by that. I so, think in an ancient prehistoric civilization, in a very advanced future civilization of our own, there will be a great deal of thinking about where we build things uh, thinking and, the, and, and the structures <laughs> and i mean the the ley line energy will probably be a part of mm. uh locating those spots but it also helps finding the older structures was what i was more about what i was going to talk about and mm-hmm. uh, crop circles and things uh i guess really just explaining getting people comfortable with the idea that there are temporary temples like crop circles and permanent temples because every space retains an energy because uh, mm-hmm. and, and those are healing energies mm-hmm. that's why meditating at spiritual spots are like really 
I'm important. Go to Sedona. Is that one of the spots? I'm sure. I mean, there are <laughs> sure, everywhere. I mean, there's, that map there's, is, yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of crossover, and you'll be surprised where spots like that link with Spokane or other places that you're familiar with that stretch all the way across the planet and kind of might have synchronicities. Mm-hmm. That's really the game of of doing alchemy is finding those synchronicities and those unities and the color palette that makes up like the universe is really something that can be something that you can use as like a research tool, mm-hmm. I guess. I, I do want to make a shout out to like Manly Palmer Hall really quick, who rest in peace. Oh. Is yeah. isn't yeah. around anymore. You always, you always give maybe he's in our closet. You, you always I give agree. a pause, Sarah. Just to, you never know what the next <laughs> sentence is going to be. <laughs> rock, rock on, Millie P. Hall. Live long and I mean, rock on, like live the, long and prosper. On the other side in the realm. Because <laughs> yeah. he, he's the most recent uh, like philosopher that I can think of, alchemist that that was trying to make people comfortable with these ideas. Yeah. So, so um, I, I guess the question that kind of keeps coming up in my mind is the, okay, so what do we do with that? Do we do with that? Or is it more about knowing and accepting it? Like, what is yeah, the question? I think. Or is that thinking too much? <laughs> yeah, we I don't think you, I don't think you need to think about it too much. Because it happens already. But I think already. it should be something that should be involved in the academic mm-hmm. research in, with regarding megalithic structures. And if crop circles were, you know, regarded as a real phenomenon, weren't, you know, right. con- already considered a hoax, even though there's no real evidence we, of authentic we crop talk circles. about that. And there are some that, like, mm-hmm. hoax, for sure, they've been. Yeah. But then there are others. In one of Trump's face. Better. Probably hoax. <laughs> Probably. But, but hello, Kitty. Probably no explanation. Yeah, but there's some defy, you know. Yeah, logic and explanation. And, well, just like yeah. every like ghosts, you know, there's people that hoax that like set that up and make it seem like they're catching things when it's all fake. And there's yeah. real phenomenon going on. Mm-hmm. So why do you think? I mean, to go to your original topic mm-hmm. you wanted to talk about, why do you think the knowledge is being altered in academia well i think that's a dangerous question to answer <laughs> well like, I, I just want to say too like what you covered initially here is super helpful because now that i'm like okay yeah i mean i have never learned anything about that you know they don't teach that in school so no. why not <laughs> well because yeah. it leads to no, it will protect you it leads to things like free energy like free thought free, mm-hmm. free thought free everything and I would say that I'm not really trying to create free energy, but I'm very inspired by the idea of free energy. And it seems as though there are beings and have been beings in our history that had mm-hmm. access to some level of technology that we aren't really capable of today. And so this is a, a power thing. So if people don't want the knowledge beca- out there because knowledge equals power. Which, yeah. And the current power structure would lose out if that knowledge were out there. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, of course, especially if it has to do, I mean, like just transportation. Transportation alone, uh-huh. you know, that's that would be devastating to them. Well, and even like the ones coming up behind, like, you know, uh, wind power, solar, like there are alternatives that are there but if there's something else that is actually free 
Yeah, it's just yeah. a matter of us learning to use, not abuse, but that's way easier <laughs> said than done. We know that. It's when a small <laughs> amount of people have the most money and power. Yeah. And that becomes challenging because then if there is some unlimited resource, mm-hmm. they would find a way to control 99% of it. But I think just being conscious and using that just in your auric field is enough, honestly. I don't see Trump being able to do that. So that might be a good thing. Yeah. Like people, I mean. Just be positive, literally mm-hmm. will change things and how do you use that with through meditation and how do you harness this i said it at the very beginning which was a great you were like 2023 is a great time to like be alive and i was like you're like the first person i've heard say that (laughs) in a long time i've heard anybody i know i was like yeah everything's been so doom and gloom might be having a different human experience than a lot of other people i guess well both of my kids I, I feel checked a lot when I'm going negative mm-hmm. and it like checks me. I'm like, okay, stop. That's so good. Yeah, it's so great. I'm continually inspired by my How kids. do they check you? Well, I case, need this information. I love like them. they'll say, like, <laughs> they'll be like, that's <laughs> kind of mean, mom. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm ranting and like uh, attended at the I, gas station. And I'm the Starbucks. 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 Yeah, they'll be like, it's I'm okay. It's not and she said, what? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that's uh, you made a good point about kids though like kids are a little bit more of that um in general the innocence of like not having that they're in that state well yeah it has to do i mean you're gonna gonna be 26 in a couple months so i don't think no and you have a qualified child a very young kiddo i can't but that's that's important (laughs) that's what because i can say that i've been through that been a, yeah I've been, and a kid I've been a kid keeping it which is i <laughs> think really it, important but you can keep being a child in an ignorant way it's just right. it, but i was gonna just need to rename that it really needs to be we really need to look at buddhist teachings right. and tibetan things that yeah. were fig- things that were figured out a long time ago that in middle eastern society in mm-hmm. in asian society too at certain periods of time in history where meditation as clearing the computer that is the mind basically and basically allowing a free flow of that healing energy is how you do a lot of these alchemical things that i talk about without explanation the cash that's that's it i do a little self-disclosure that might make me sound like a schizophrenic person but based on what we're talking person about who has schizophrenia person that has schizophrenia um but based on what we're talking about here I feel like this is a safe space and when I was a child I heard it wasn't like a voice where I actually heard a voice but it was like in my mind I must have been like four maybe like four years old I remember looking at my dad and I like heard something or it was this thought that came through that was like he's forgotten what it feels like to be a child Remember what it feels like right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Remember what it feels like to be a child. Never forget this feeling. It will help you throughout your life. Mm-hmm. And like that's, I've never really heard voices since then or anything, but that was such a powerful like moment mm-hmm. as a four-year-old, like where, yeah, like where am I hearing this? Like, where does that thought come from? I definitely from? think children are definitely closer to the spirit world yeah. as, and as you get older, you know, and right. 
Till advanced age, you're, uh, you're close again. I mean, Stella teleports all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she's she's powerful. She she, yeah. she always knows what her sister. Yeah, doing. she's connected spiritually with her sister. Yeah, like she'll wow. be just playing all of a sudden, sip and go. She's like, yeah, yeah. Sissy doesn't want to eat that. Sissy you needs know. to change. Sissy, yeah, it'll be whatever. Yeah. Well, I even think as an adult too, like when you get in those moments, like time almost like goes away, and that's what I remember about being a kid. Like time, mm-hmm. I didn't really have a concept of time. Yeah, and other than if that I also is in. in- well, scientists can have explained yeah. why time goes faster as you get older, and it's really terrifying. I played on the like, on the floor with yeah. my kitten as an adult, and I my sister was like, "I've never seen you so happy." And you did it for like an hour and a half. You just played with the kitten, mm-hmm. and yeah, I, that doesn't happen often. No, and a, a day in the kid's life is an entire lifetime. Oh yeah, yeah. But like, as you get older, it just slips away. It's so interesting. Well, science says mm-hmm. as you add experiences, then time goes faster. Mm-hmm. So just when as you doesn't moan as much. Well, yeah. as you get older, just the day time goes faster. That's just science facts. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. You can change that though. I can. Well, no, I since I started whenever I started my spiritual journey with meditation and stuff, I have experience time slowing so you can definitely work especially on it. being, root, being rooted being rooted in the moment is the practice yeah. and being I mean, in nature being in nature, what is the science being in nature will help you also the, I mean, it's my practice time is actually an illusion yeah because is. of that energy that retains forever and it means that there was something before the big bang and infinitely something into the future Right. So do you want to go back to megaliths? Sure. Why not? That was your topic you wanted to bring. Wait, can I ask one more question? Yeah. Yes, please. I ask all, I need more questions. <laughs> I thought I had, or a question I had that came up when you're talking about the pyramids and how the, and it's warm in here for everybody. Just yeah. Like. How, I guess you were saying that it's like the bricks or not bricks, but what is the material that they use? Stone. stone. Various stone. Yeah, it's like, it's so big and watertight. And it basically what you're saying, it's like, there's no way that they could have been just putting this together. Yeah, I can definitely go, I can go, I can go into the advanced technology construction. That's a separate, like, there's just so many. I know, this is such a broad (laughs) There's so many things. So interesting. Um, Okay, well, go where you wanted to go. uh, No, no. No, 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 no. That's that's a good one. <laughs> See, I automatically like Sarah. What are you doing? <laughs> I can't be candid. He's pulling out the special binder. So <laughs> well, I tried to take a candid photo because there's like a good conversation. All of a sudden, she perks up in the background. Look, watch this. This is what happens. She goes from here, and he's talking, and then she oh. just poses. <laughs> You're instantly. You went mirror shot. <laughs> Look at your face. This looks like a high school photo. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Your book. My teeth in your face. They're too perfect. <laughs> well, all right. Me panicking. That's okay. Well, I guess we could start with scale. Okay. And then Let's facets. As a part, I guess I'll, I'll talk. I should talk about the fact that I do a little bit of masonry myself on a small scale. Uh, so I know what it's like to slice through different kinds of stone with different kinds of diamond um, diamond level technology, which, according to history, wasn't available to the dynastic Egyptians. 
Uh, so in terms of scale, I guess like there are lots of these weird structures around the world, but in Egypt and India specifically, there are these step well type creations, which have these absurdly large blocks that are, are that are hermetically sealed together mm -hmm. and that they are, they're faceted in a way with polygonal masonry, it's called in a way that they don't move during earthquakes. So they're so flexible to the They're thing. flexible to, okay. but they're also so razor thin. I mean, so tightly fitting that you couldn't get a razor inside of a lot of where they where they haven't moved too much from from uh, mm -hmm. from uh, earthquakes. But the scale of the, a lot of these blocks alone shows you that there was transporting. You know, not even talking about how they cut these places out of the stone. You know, this picture. I guess I'm looking at a picture that nobody can see. But it's a very precisely cut hole, I guess I would describe it as like an L-shaped, a giant L-shaped hole that goes down about, I want to say like 50, 60 feet, like a couple, you know, good like 10 stories on like a whole building basically down into the desert in Egypt. And they don't know what the structure is for, but it has all these blocks underneath as a floor. And like a weird, um, not for mummies. Weird, too small for <laughs> large, but too small for mummies. Um, kind of vessel that is built into the stonework, yes. into the masonry. Um, so there's all this clearly wasn't done by a hunter gatherer kind of, you know, civilization that that kind of civilization that we know of in history, you know, found these places. Very organized. Uh, so you know. Growing up in my academia academic experience, they would show like drawings, like artistic renditions of um, slaves. I'm assuming mm -hmm. probably the Jews. <laughs> yeah, people go. Well, there were Jews like, and pushing Egyptian these slaves. big stones up these like platforms with like logs under that would roll. So, what is that all about? Well. That's just wrong. That's just the history <laughs> just that they're feeding us. Because yeah, well, and and they and they do say because I've watched the shows too. Like yeah. they don't. There is no proof that that even has if, happened. even if That's they even if they were using some kind of crazy pulley system, it would have been huge and required steel infrastructure and basically everything that we need today to build a you know a skyscraper, because the pyramid specifically the Khufu is huge. Well, that's I. I saw something recently that was talking about how some of the pyramids for one of the pharaohs would have been completed way long after his death, even. Uh, so, like timing wise, I don't. If I was a ruler, I'd make sure. Even if it was a little smaller, I want. I would want to see the finished product personally. That's <laughs> so, the story with a lot of. Like a lot I would of, want to be buried in. I it. think a lot of that happened to a lot of pharaohs mm -hmm. I've, I've heard that story he really wants the smaller pyramid i mean it's better than the like pyramid. biggest <laughs> gonna trust get bigger more slow. or are you gonna trust them to finish it after you died you died now there's a new person yeah that's pyramid. my pyramid they, they don't care that now that's their pyramid put me in a smaller pyramid and stick my name on it seal the door and slap a curse I on it i think if you <laughs> do hieroglyph the structure you know ahead of time yeah. that's 
that pretty much seals. I mean, that's, that's your brand, and that's why academia. That, that, that that's why academia will say that these. That's the the trademark of the the builder. This was the builder, you know, the king dedicated to king whatever. Uh, but you see that in Sanskrit at a lot of Cambodian temples, like this one, which is also a pyramid. Um, uh, Can we show that picture real quick? Yes. There you go. You got it. Is this similar with like the Aztec temples kind of thing? Oh yeah. Well, I'll, they, they definitely were built by the same people. But um, so I guess this is a good example also of some cardinal direction that it, it's this structure was built with the cardinal alignment in mind. Um, so if I was of a people that had like pyramids in my cultural story, right? I feel like I would be sort of insulted by saying like, no, no, you, you, your people didn't actually make that. That was way before you. Well, you just kind of. If wandered you, upon it if you look into the temple priestcraft lore and a lot of what makes up western mysticism and uh you know where a lot of occult knowledge comes from and uh, the the history according to the egyptians would tell you that they came from that they were you know descendants from from like higher beings, which is mm -hmm. the case of a lot of these um, these people, the people. Right. So those classic or classic, but like I don't want to say classic. Those common like Egyptologists that we see on these History Channel shows. Uh, those History Channel. They don't really ascribe to what you're saying. Sometimes they do. I mean, That's, it depends on the haircut. Yeah, it depends on the in the hour and the, the haircut hair, the or the beard they are. But those that's ancient true. aliens, they do get side. Oh, they get really sidetracked. Yeah. I've been watching that. <laughs> It'll be because they. I'll be like, oh, this is interesting. Like, oh, okay, there, there's there a thread, a, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, way over there here. is some <laughs> ancient astronaut stuff happening. I'm. I don't. I'm not yeah. subscribed to the. I don't really. You know, I can't say who built these structures originally but we know it wasn't the dynastic egyptians we know it wasn't okay. the mayans we know it wasn't and how the, do we know this again the Irish. there's no way they didn't have the technology basically. well and we don't know any of it really is the point well, like, a lot no of well, a lot of these civilizations would tell you that they came from a different place that was wiped out by the flood which is an, a, a, a lot of them agree on that fact that, that, that they're descendants of higher beings that are associated with the sun, mm -hmm. which has synchronicities regarding extraterrestrials. Um, but they also are associated with a people that came from a seafaring uh, hmm. kind of nomadic mm -hmm. people that were separated from their initial kind of homeland, which was destroyed and was probably Atlantis. But my... According to my research, or just my opinion, the I, my, listeners didn't see you doing air quotes okay. around Atlantis. So. My opinion about <laughs> my opinion about Atlantis, and this isn't actually yeah. something that I hear you know other people in the community kind of talking about. I guess it doesn't really matter, but Atlantis, I think, was the name of the Earth according to the Atlant, the, whoever the Atlanteans were. This prehistorical 
civilization that Atlantis was this um, interconnected uh, global civilization. I almost did a topic on Atlantis and I started kind of diving in and I kept hitting this kind of constant wall of basically that exactly what you're saying is Atlantis might be more of a concept or an idea around the time of a certain people, whatever that meant to them versus an actual like, oh, there's a city of gold that's now underwater, that sort of thing. Um, but that's where, but there's no proof either direction as far as what I can find. And that was hard. So I haven't done a topic on it because of that. I, I mean, if you sat, if you spend enough time on Google Maps and you <laughs> look into the uh, where the deepest parts of the ocean are, you'll see lots of megalithic structures. You'll see, the, you'll see the earth, you'll see also where the, this uh, civilization mapped out the, the ley line mm -hmm. uh, kind of points. There's, there's so, there's a lot of uh, evidence that you can kind of find uh just by observing, which is pretty cool. You'll see weird squares, triangles around the Bermuda, like the Bermuda Triangle has a literal triangle. Yeah, um, Skyler showed me that and it blew my freaking mind. Right, wow. Like there's actually a triangle under the water. The one, so I did a topic on the one in Alaska. So there's like an Alaska triangle that has way more deaths and disappearances than the mm -hmm. Bermuda Triangle does. You should look that up. No vortex. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So this concept of, you know, there being these structures that we maybe say are like, it's, we ascribe to them to a certain cultural time, but perhaps they're made earlier and then used as a spiritual place. That reminds me of my giants topic because giants that. of North America, because over on the East Coast, there's all these, these mounds. mounds Mm -hmm. But from my research, kind of like what you were saying, like um, Native Americans really sort of are acknowledging that they didn't build them, but mm -hmm. they were using them as burial places because they were so spiritual mm -hmm. and that they referenced these giants that came before. And then they did coexist at the same time for a time, but then they died off or have gone into hiding who knows and we do this for so many things where it's like it's actually the land or the area that draws you to something and then they build you know a structure to then you know bring the ley lines up. right so the ley line yeah those lands that bring them there in the first place maybe the ley lines and they're like oh let's build a structure there's so many reasons it could be shamans that are tapping into that energy it could be that there's something already there mm -hmm. um I, I like the theory that some of the Stonehenge-like structures that are up there are placed where crop circles were put down. And I can't say that there was crop circle activity in ancient times, but that they were kind of a crystallization of a crop mm -hmm. circle, at least some of the underlying geometry of, you know, where where some of those construction points are, the, the ley line specifically, and where that location is. That's probably one of my worst podcast topics, by the way, just... Oh, I did that topic and I blew she's, like, up. she's like, where is it at? I'm like, oh, I have no idea. I'm just terrible. I did I did the most surface level. I didn't have very much time that day. It was you, not a deep dive. You just shared more and I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not the only Stonehenge-like structure up there. Right. I mean, in the UK, you go more in, in Washington. Yeah. In, in, in Montana. That's a World War One memorial. Is that um 
Where is that at? It's on the gorge. We've gone there right, tons the of gorge. times. Okay, okay, okay. We stopped there a lot. That's it's very fake, fancy. Fake Megalodon. Yeah, yeah, it's fake. It's Oregon? modern. Oregon too. I'm sure. There is a mystery spot in Oregon. I'm sure it's that. That's a, a super haunted spot too, because there's always some weird activity about the fake Stonehenge. Fake Stonehenge is cursed. I don't. I don't know if I'd recommend people go there. The one fake that we stopped at. Yeah, I, I don't like that. Did you not tell her that before you stopped there? We stopped there many times. Well, <laughs> kids do use it as ritual. As dark, a ritual, like rituals. we find blood and like animal bones there. And the there's always candles. Some there's sort of sacrifice. Some yeah. sacrificial activity. When we found all the animal bones in the cemetery out here, dude. Remember we found them like drug across. I was pretty sure it was a cougar, but, but who knows? Yeah, really, <laughs> yeah. Do you, I mean I know there's certain topics you didn't want to talk about, but do you want to talk about Montana at all? And yeah, the trip. And... Yeah, I think Montana is a good example okay. of of how there's megalithic structures everywhere. We're planning a birthday trip. That for you him. can Aww. in the pictures that I've seen. I've never visited a me- real megalithic structure really, except for one that I might have. You know, I think I kind of found in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Potentially, but what's in Montana in, that in, you want to go in, to? In Montana, there's there's a ton of uh, of rocks that are similarly constructed to megaliths in in the UK and in Russia, and uh, have a lot of the same megalithic construction techniques. Only so it looks like it's a older kind of technique i would say because there you can tell when it's more of a stonehenge kind of structure which still has advanced um uh stabilization earthquake stabilization properties but it isn't you know like a brick interlocking lego like system it's more like these are slices like bread slices out of a stone and are placed in certain ways and they're leaning up in, in certain directions that aren't done naturally. It's impossible. You couldn't today be like, this is because of a volcano. There's just too many. There's too many places where you can see where the cuts are made. Yes, well, so there's some like Montana is actually rich with examples of what he's talking about, like where the actual what's out there in the world which is sadly disappearing but it doesn't match with the timeline that we have been taught like it just doesn't fit so i'm making a major sacrifice personally to take him here because it's one of those group porta potty situations <laughs> and i am hotel only That's very disturbing. i i do not so we're we're gonna be in like a a yurt thing and oh. I'll, be, I'll be trying to camp hard for the whole time like i mean that would be the better like way to go shaman. i'm just saying you might want to bring your own tent yeah i'm, tempted. I'm worried about you i'm tempting you. i'm wondering like how many cup of noodles do I need to pack? no it's in the middle of fucking nowhere i mean in montana you're gonna share with that random it's true, true. yeah it's true sacrifice that i could get there myself i made that clear. I but i'm worried that you could get there but maybe never come back that's true so I mean, that's that's actually that all that's happening that's the well i'm an adult well yeah and that means you may not return <laughs> there I'm there just there to make sure we all get there and get home. You're the mom. It's fine. We, you know. I'm going to be packing the cooler with all the water and the snacks. Does that feel good to know that you're worth the yurt? 
Yes. I'll always have the yurt to fall back yeah. on if I'm being attacked <laughs> by a random okay. animal. Yeah, you're like, this is a bad idea. This Going back terrible. to the yurt. <laughs> There's also the singing rocks there, too. Yes, the which ring- I'm actually sort of interested in this. Describe the, the, the ringing rocks. Oh, ringing rocks. Ringing. Which I'm glad singing. we're talking singing about. Singing sounded because there, idea, but... There's obvious ley line um, scientific hard evidence with the ringing rocks because the ringing rocks are basically this weird pile of like what looks like from an aerial view of these like Cheeto looking style rocks, but it's a pile of them on top of a mountain. They're not like they grew there, fell off of some cave or something. This is a, Hmm. like what looks like something dumped a bunch of these weird Cheeto. Crunchy Cheetos. Crunchy Cheetos. Thank you. Thank you. I need good clarifying question. I was picturing puppies, so that helped. So they're weirdly shaped to begin with. <laughs> so there's, I can't explain this weird shaping and the fact that they're, that was perfect. they're all piled on top of a mountain. It's like when you put them in your hand, like when they're all like ready to go yes. into your mouth. <laughs> yeah. I want you to. <laughs> like this, the flaming hot ones and then you regret it the next day red dye number nine so yeah so it just looks like every dump there oh yeah well they're they, <laughs> that way if you, if you, if like, like if you hit one with a mallet while you're there it will ring in an octave probably in an ohm kind of octave I mean, yeah i mean um, yeah. it sounds metal it doesn't sound like it's a ring it sounds like a ring yeah do we know what they're made out of they're made out of i believe just like a like a volcanic kind of normally palisades kind of slate sort of similar to similar to what you would find here nothing super special with like granitic properties say Uh, what granitic properties (laughs) oh granite yeah okay granitic granite or quartz things with quartz embedded inside of them naturally uh My dad's can, can resonate naturally there's a natural re- but so this all type of has quartz yes but oh my god mind blown but this stone wait wait i need that i could be wrong on that but i'm pretty sure that that's oh, the, granite. the case. i'm pretty sure because it yeah in your experience all granite has had quartz yeah uh basically that resonates constantly no matter where you're at on the planet you bring it but if you you brought one of these uh ringing rocks anywhere else out of the area they don't ring anymore so that mm-hmm. is hard evidence of ley line uh, what if you of brought a vortex, other point. vortex points that's what i want to More do research but thing. you can't take one you though can't take them. it's like uh, taking that would be, off of that would be yeah that would be terrible but i would feel safe to say that that would happen not in my torig <laughs> not in my yurt <laughs> never know what's gonna happen up in that yurt if things get bad <laughs> Um, did I also tell you it's a one room year with a bunk bed situation? Wait, bunk bed is who? Because he's it's stars. It's there's four bunk beds, so it's me, Asher, him, and Tolkien all okay. Well, they'll probably be fine. I'll be in hell. there's probably not Wi-Fi. I wait, you gotta stop her from going negative. Like, yeah, okay, right. I'm, no, I'm just You're gonna, gonna be bring at once a bunch of wines and like, snacks. On I will be touching and I'll do like yoga. stones with my hands and just being like nerd. Be awesome. I'll be yeah. such a Doing big nerd, and I'll be like, "All right, where's this group shower situation?" 
you're allowed to youtube it's part of your nightly routine i get it it's gonna be horrible there's, there's no wi-fi oh no, i mean i'm not gonna be able to youtube and i stand here by a hotspot yeah i mean i really tried super hard to find an actual hotel anywhere in this area and there's nothing that's probably the like that's like how remote we're talking so yeah, i mean night. that's good though for you to be i just i like that you're gonna be part of this process like you're part of the energy yeah. well i do want to see yeah. those those ringing rocks i think they sound super interesting well and you have I and mean, you should show them a picture of the megalithic rocks too it's fascinating can you video when you guys ring the rocks yeah, Are you of, allowed to of like... course okay so we need to bring our own hammer well of course i'll be bringing my own hammer because i'm a well, rock i'm well, a, I'm a I rock hammer <laughs> Honestly, I was like, of course there'd be a hammer there <laughs> because they'd want to make sure it's the right hammer. There's probably not a hammer there in the middle of nowhere. You probably have to bring in your own. I feel like it's probably tied to a rope, and it says if you're gonna ring it, use this to not damage this, our property. This is not that level of tourism. I mean, I wouldn't think Did too I many people know. Mention shared bathroom situation. That's I mean, one of the megalithic structures in is it a bush? It's a it's like a giant oh. part of a wall. situation. Section of the that be attacked. I do want to visit this wall specifically. As long as they're clean, is that they, they're gonna be brand new, clean? Yeah. So this they're everywhere. Yeah. So they're, this is an amazing, legit example because it's clearly exciting. two different kinds of rocks nice that have been put together. So there's no way you can say. So oh, cool. it's just a rock that fractured. Like mm -hmm. those are definitely that's like, definitely a butt cheek rock with another rock <laughs> sandwiching that butt cheek. Just yeah, yeah that's, that's, so that was built. If you needed a visual for that, yeah, that, that was not nice. the butt cheek look. Is the bread? <laughs> I can't describe that. Montana has a very specific megalithic style that is like this bread slicing that mm -hmm. leaves kind of this the the cheek. Their cheeks in the stonework. Here to make your smart words into pictures no, no. that people can cheeks understand. Cheeks in the stonework. Like, yeah. That's what I'll, I'll name my research. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at high school. This is where all the <laughs> It looks like butt cheeks. <laughs> Got it. Cheeks in the stonework. Is that the name of your first journal? <laughs> Everyone will remember it. Like sometimes smarter is not better simplify it picture it people. and that's kind of the whole it's thing visual. it's less yeah, about yeah. the thought than it's yes. about the experience, the experience of the butt cheeks be here now be yes. here now with the butt with cheeks, the butt cheeks. Mm -hmm. right sorry what are we now <laughs> yeah i don't know where we, we progress i mean we could be anywhere gosh who knows well skylar i definitely <laughs> feel like you need to be a recurring guest well um you is. you mentioned yeah. alchemy but like that was a whole other topic right. so maybe that could be another future topic yeah definitely what maybe, are some other future yeah. topics you'd like to share with us bigfoot oh uh, yeah that's so interesting i feel like if you haven't hit it with a car yet it doesn't exist so that is purely my base that'll be a great topic that's it. so i'm excited to hear more paranormal yeah, she's had some extra trust. She's had some very interesting um because we did a the topic astral travel after life. Yeah. Sorry, what's that called? <laughs> like when you die, but then you don't die. Oh, an after death experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I did that topic, and and Sarah's okay. had some like sleep type experiences that uh, are very similar astral projection. Yeah. Yes, I, yes, yes, yes. It's important. Yeah. So there's we've we've life. like hit on these, but from very I would say non-intellectual person that's not fair to us not really intellectual we research 
poorly. I'm not on an intellectual level. I'm because I, 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 I would say that I'm more on like a practicing kind of level. I don't, well, I don't, sure about it. I don't put anything into my brain that I'm not going to really use. And I think intellect on an, yeah, on an intellectual Just level, brain clean. Yeah, love it, but. So I still need the I still there's a foundation that you need with a lot of like especially alchemy which opens your eyes to a lot of these kinds of things and connects things like out of body experiences and after death experiences and things like that can I get your recommendation on something yes so in our episode I think after the next one we usually watch a disturbing movie and Talk about it. Can you recommend a disturbing movie? Disturbing test? movie. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I know. Maybe something with like context where like if people are interested in because honestly, I can see a lot of people listening to you. You're very like engaging this stuff makes sense. Like how it's what, a what good can narrator they, voice? Right. What can is that it? <laughs> are you roping me in with your soothing <laughs> voice? <laughs> Damn it. Is this how cults start? It is, actually. Damn it. All right. We've been over this and I... You have to have a charismatic leader, and then suddenly we're like, and you have to take all my yes. money. But, I will turn over my house title, my car title. But that being said, I do think that like people who who are really interested in just learning more, would, you're a good good talking point for that because you. you're very balanced and and i appreciate that as i i'm i'm always usually the doubt like i'm the like Meh. i'm the i'm the bad i would say people here. should look into manly palmer hall because okay. he his lectures that he has on youtube for free <laughs> manly p hall rest he, in peace yes rest in peace he, we miss you man he, yeah. he, he's kind of on a similar level where he wanted to you know to communicate to everyone you know, not just a specific, you know, not just a cult, not just your, right. uh, you know. Why do you Evans think he Gate. failed? Basically, you could he be. Died. He died. He, he, he didn't fail. He died. Well, I've never heard of him except through you. So why do he you think he fail. couldn't get a he wider audience? He definitely didn't fail wider because audience. of that. That's definitely yeah, not a failure. Okay, not a failure. Not a failure at all. Or She's had wine. is his success <laughs> because you are continuing his legacy? His success is because of, yeah. because of not continuing his legacy, but continuing the work. It's the work. Oh my God, I love that. your legacy as well as your child. Aw. Oh, sorry. But, but no, I do really appreciate that um, middle ground, though, of, uh, again, just making it accessible. Because yeah. even in what you're saying, so me being kind of on on the, I would say, typically farther end of like, Meh, I don't know, but I definitely don't claim to know any of those things. You it's, make everything go like, okay, I mean, that it's makes like, sense. It's like, why do you want people to know? I know why oh. I want people to know, <laughs> I guess. And like, why? If, yeah, why? Well, because it's the right thing to do it's continuing the work but it's not like but it was i feel like it's easier now you know to, or I, I like you you had people like heaven's gate i keep bringing that up because that's such an example it's such an example of like being on the opposite end of this of being on a spectrum of being like knowing like maybe you know a little bit of a cult but you can like you weaponize that and target a specific you know audience on a on you know with that um but my goal is to i don't know spark some kind of inspiration with like just a couple sentences that might you might utilize that in your life your 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 alchemical journey is going to be different 
So I, you know, my How simple it is. Yeah, like basically, it's just a, I'm vibrating with my mouth right now, and then there's going to be some kind of spark on the other you're end. Vibrating with your mouth right now, and it is positive. Like what I like again from the like very beginning. The very beginning was just hey, like it's good to be alive. Yes. And, and we take it for granted. I think people take it for granted and then they end up, you know, all, all of a sudden they're sick and something's happening or someone's and they look back. Why didn't I appreciate my life enough? And maybe it's because we're not present enough in our life. Yeah. That's it's just important not to fall into an existential experience, I guess. And then you would utilize that. Means you that. can't smoke yeah. weed while you think about this is yes. what you're telling me. Well, that's a straight I, downhill. Not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I love how you paranoia about this. Yeah, though, because that's I think <laughs> the whole thing. Like, you have an intention to inspire, and I think your approach actually aligns with that really well. Because I think people are will be open to what to listen to what you're having to say. So you have more um chance of actually living up to that intention of inspiring because of your approach mm -hmm. like we're That's really we're really attuned to how people communicate and how people get things get their needs met in a variety of different ways mm -hmm. um and holding hope for something and, and really the the whole baseline idea of being a counselor is that people want to feel better like they want to have wellness in their yeah, life whatever connection. that is for them yeah right? it's like usually some kind of connection right so I think like for us it definitely and for me at least it vibes with that of like I don't even know why I fully believe that I don't <laughs> but I do and I believe it and I see it every day when I work with people like people in the hardest situations or the toughest or have done horrible things are also striving to do the most positive things in their life mm -hmm. and that's hopeful so I'm hoping the next time you have a Monday off work when it's a <laughs> holiday, you'll join us again. Yes. yes I will, I will try. If you didn't listen to our last episode, we talked about Harry Houdini and slumber Slump parties. <laughs> my dad reminded me about the time I had a slumber party and ran around with the machete to scare my friends and slammed it into the yep. And I was like, that was a slumber party. Epic. I didn't think it was because <laughs> there were no cool kids there but now i'm classifying it you don't have to be cool you just have to be i mean it happened once which made it feel not you know i feel like repeat invites are important but so listen to our last episode until <laughs> next time it's mm, a good one deeply disturbing things question history you have to give more of a suggestion yeah suggestion. It's, it's like it's question so, history, question though, history good. So it's like a, it's yes. like here's your takeaway yeah, today. Like advice for people. Mm -hmm. Be here now. Yeah, Ooh, be here one. now. You have to come up here. We can't have podcasts. I know it's hard. This mine. is the hardest part. Sorry. I'm going to come up with a <laughs> prepared. I'm going to find the middle path and the commonalities yes. between people. That's a good one. Great. Now you come up here. Thank that you. was Macy's. I appreciate it. Sometimes I come up with horrible ones and they don't make no sense. <laughs> Live long and prosper. Yes. That's good. Yay. Or don't and rock on. <laughs> wait, no, right. Oh, wait. Sorry. Oh, disturber meter. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, where was that on the disturber meter, everyone? You go first, so you Sarah. Right. You have to go last. 
Because I feel like you're the topic expert. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it's like fair. A nine. I don't know. The statistics just raises but... so many more questions for me on what's really it's going a, on. It's deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really deep. Uh huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with an eight. Um, I think it would be a ten if I knew more. I think that it's just just basically kind of disturbing because everything I know could be a lie. <laughs> no. I'm going to do something weird here and I'm going to go with zero. And I'm going to say zero because it feels so part of what should just be. It brings more peace. Yeah. That's what I was going to be like, yeah. I was going to ruin it for you again. No. So sorry. I'm a party yeah, member. zero because we shouldn't really worry about the things that we don't understand, and that we should, so was. should just, oh. use what we under use what we understand, but don't fear what we don't understand. Don't fear what you don't understand. I guess. So Thank good. you for bringing balance to the situation. Skylar also made this logo, which and is it's great. We need more. Graphic designer. I don't know. We need more things. I just want to. I want to like a swimming pool full of just stuff with deeply disturbing faces. I might like a, a, like I we might talked drown. about at the wedding dress store. Take some Molly and have an experience. <laughs> I, in the a tool. textual experience. Shall we all take Molly and swim in the tool? <laughs> yes. Um, you may get closer. Somebody press play. That's either you. There you go. I mean, not play.